everybody has a tendency. I feel like people have the tendency of going towards that, even though they say they're drama free. What's drama free? I have no idea. <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> no, I mean um, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Drama free. I think it's when people respect your boundaries. How do you identify like a non-toxic person? A good question. I don't know. You don't? No. It's easy. How? A person who's toxic crosses your boundaries. They don't respect them. So when you tell them like this, this, and this, I don't like this, and they still do it, then I would consider that a toxic person. It's true. I don't consider myself to have that many boundaries though. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? To have, to not have boundaries? Yeah. Uh, to each their own, I guess. I don't know. No, but I find it weird because some people have no um, no gray zone. It's all black or white type of yeah, thing. Yeah. And that's where the boundaries are in the gray, no? Hmm. Because it's it's always a question of, it's like a dance. You have to find a partner that dances to your rhythm in yeah. that way. Because somebody that's toxic for you could be amazing for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. But how do you determine or do you believe can somebody transform to somebody toxic? Or yes. they've been yes. toxic from the beginning. Of course, no. I think I think you can transform somebody. Like relationships, you can, can become turn you. toxic. Yeah, you can turn someone toxic. Yeah, but I think that's the main thing is to have boundaries. That's how you know when it's a toxic person when they cross your boundaries. Do your boundaries change during the relationship? It they shouldn't. They shouldn't. No. So you have the same boundaries with everybody. Well, no, like your relationships. Like differ, right? Like whether yes. it's with friends, whether it's with it's with but even among or, your relationships, are your boundaries different from one relationship to the other? Personally, no. I mean, I'm not. I don't have like this crazy list of ridiculous boundaries. Okay, maybe that's not the right word because <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't have like crazy demands. But it's very very basic. Like no, what? I don't like to be. It's not demanding. It's just basic. It's like, respect. Yes, you know, like when you say. This, I feel like this, this, and this, and I don't like that. It makes me feel this way. And the person just brushes brushes, brushes it off. Then I would say, that's not a very nice person. That's pretty toxic. Okay. Because a person who's like a, in like a, a healthy place, they will try to listen and be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I'll try to fix that. But a person who doesn't actually acknowledge, they'll just kind of just do it again. They don't care. Toxic. So, okay, so let's go to, let's go to you, Sarah. Sure. Very simple. You, you've claimed that you've been toxic to some people. I have been, for sure. Okay. How did you determine that now? Now that you're, you know, more when out I, of it and not in the cycle anymore. What did you do or say or not do or not say? It was when I was out of it, when I was able to look from an outsider's perspective, not an insider's perspective. When mm -hmm. you're inside of it, it's hard for you to see yourself as a toxic human being because you wholeheartedly believe that you're not being toxic it's only when you're outside of it when you're able to take a sort of like uh, objective point of view on it are you able to sort to to go back and understand that what you did was actually toxic in the situation can you give me an example because i'm guessing there's different types of toxic people right uh the only one that keeps coming to mind is just mental abuse okay emotional you mean like yeah. emotional abuse yeah that's the, but a lot of people do that and they don't yeah, realize they're yeah. doing it. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing is when you're in it, you don't. So when I was doing it, I didn't realize it. I didn't notice. What that. were you doing exactly? Just like you were pushing her down or you were manipulating her or you. Yeah, it was like manipulation of situation. It was like um, 
it was like calling a person names or just belittling them or making them feel worse about themselves without realizing that you're making them feel worse about themselves. You're being critical of them, but the But you thought you were helping them. Yeah. You're trying to sort of, you feel like you're quote unquote, like educating them. Wow. But your reality That is, doesn't sound cocky at all. No, but that's, but that's, but that's, that's what you, you, yeah, 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 that's what it, you think it. in the moment you're thinking, what I'm doing here is explaining to you what you're doing wrong. When the reality is you're the one who's wrong. But there's a possibility that both of you are wrong too. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about my personal. Yeah, yeah. Brings me back to a question. Do you know what your toxic traits are? Like now? Uh, yeah, now, so now I recognize them a little bit quicker and earlier. Okay. I think I'm way less toxic now than, when I wa than what I was back then. So what is one of your toxic traits? Uh, jealousy used to be a huge one for me. But I realized that the jealousy stemmed from insecurity, uh, like from a, an ego standpoint also and pride. So those took on the f a form of jealousy. And then they, it goes into control and yeah. then it goes to manipulation and then abuse and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because yeah, I was about to say like jealousy in itself is not necessarily a toxic emotion because you can feel jealousy, just not yeah. react to it, right? But that's exactly it. But it draws out toxic emotions and toxic reactions to okay. certain people and certain individuals. So, so jealousy is one. Do you have another yeah. one? Uh, off the top of my head, no, I can't think of another one off the okay, top of my head. Okay, but you recognize the like, jealousy, which is good. Do you? Oh, yes, I do. Emotional manipulation. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. I caught myself many times. It's like based on my emotions, especially if they're negative, I'll like want the person to feel bad. And then I was like, why am I doing this to this person? It's not their responsibility yeah. to kind of make me not feel this way. It's for me to vocalize it and to communicate. But I feel everybody has moments, not necessarily are in general, because at the end of the day, when you point it down, it's at specific moments, right? Somebody, it's really rare, let's just say, that somebody could be toxic for the other person all the time, except in, they're in, like, in a very, very, very dark place. But in general, insecurities, fear, because I'm guessing you manipulate because you want to control. I think for me, it came from a place of, yes, fundamentally control, but it was like I would play this victim card because it's like I want I want something out you're of controlling, it, right? You're controlling the situation But it was subconsciously done. It wasn't that I was malicious in my intent. It was just, this is what I want you to feel like. But it was, it was the fact that when you start to see that the person is not reacting the way you want, and it's actually quite toxic. Yeah, well, you can go, you can go down a rabbit hole when you try exactly. to Exactly, and then the person resents you, and, and sure. then it just causes even more arguments and misunderstandings, and then I was just like, why do I do this? Just yeah. talk, just be honest. Did you find an answer to why you do it? Well, I think maybe it was just the fact that I wanted to communicate without actually communicating. Like, I felt like, why don't you understand this? But then I realized not everybody is me. No one True. lives inside exactly. my head except for me. So, I learned that fairly quickly, like especially like around being like a lot of you know, boys, I have brothers and then boyfriends and all that stuff and guy friends. And I, it's like, we don't really communicate in the same way. So I learned early on, you have to be very direct. 
So it's like if I don't like something, I literally be like, yo, I didn't like that. It made me feel like this, this, and this. But even going direct, there's some people that are not good with direct messages. But then that's why they would be toxic to you. Their insecurities come up front and then they become, they go into their shells or they play the victimization. Sahar and I, we spoke about our toxic traits. So, Sin, what is yours? No, I'm a control freak. I'm a control freak and I realized eventually like But I, what what toxic behaviors does that exhibit when you're being controlling? So I guess I manipulate sometimes. I don't know if it's <laughs> manipulation to be honest. But Are you gonna I, talk yourself out of this one too? No, 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 no. No, what what I mean by it is I don't manipulate to go somewhere. I yeah. manipulate to actually again, it's a mixture of both of you guys, right? Like you were saying, educate. Yeah. Because I'm like, these people are not understanding. So let me manipulate them for them to- Understanding you. No, not necessarily towards me. It's actually bigger than that. Okay. No, no, me, I, I feel that I'm pretty direct. Where I become toxic to people is when I'm very direct with somebody and they still don't want to understand and I'm like, I lose all responsibility because of that. Okay. And I remain in that situation, but I tell myself, hey, I was straight, direct. My duty and responsibilities end here. If you're still stuck, but in do this, you remove yourself from the equation? Or no, just, I don't, because oh. I tell them, "Hey, I told you." Okay. Right, and they keep on, keep on, keep on. I can give you a simple example. When I was a lot younger, the situation comes to mind where I met this girl and it wasn't working out. Right, she had deep feelings for me, and I was like, "Listen, it's never gonna happen, you and I. Mm-hmm. You know, we can stay friends, right? Friends with benefits, whatever that might be, but we're not gonna be in a relationship." Okay. And they were like, oh, I have deep feelings, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, let me be extremely clear. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. She cried, gave her a hug, and they were like, can we be friends? She's like, yeah. But I knew deep down. It was not going to happen. She was still hoping eventually. And me knowing that, I was like, hey, I told you, I don't have any more responsibilities out of this. But I think that's That's unfair. toxic. Yeah. That's, I know it is. That's toxic. <laughs> but yeah. what is it called? Because but what you were doing is also toxic. You should have just taken yourself out of well, the equation. Well, it was very passive. But because I was being selfish. Yeah. Exactly. In that sense. Because I was selfish, taking yeah. whatever I enjoyed. Exactly. And I'm like, listen, if you're not strong enough to detach from me, because if she would have said, fuck you, bye, I would have been good with it. Yeah. But I was like, hey, but I would never tell her things she wanted to hear. I wouldn't manipulate her in the sense that, yeah, yeah, you're the one and only. And then on the other side, like, you know, fuck off type yeah. of thing. I was very clear. But the fact that my honesty was my weapon, I told you. Don't expect And then, anything. yeah, you wash your hands and like, ah, And then I see them reap the crumbling down or yeah. doing these ups and downs. And I'm like, hey, was it me? <laughs> Literally. But it was you. Well, yes, I, because... I think in this particular situation, if you know that the person is not strong enough to walk away... Who am I? That's my issue it, here. That's how I, de- I actually have this conversation in my little head. I'm like... That's the toughest question you can ask yourself. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> who am I to determine if this person in front of me is strong enough do they have the tools to actually handle this and everybody has to go through their journey now where I detach myself from the situation I'm like hey I'm strong enough to detach and handle my shit do you boo boo yeah but that's I mean that's that's an assumption exactly you're making an assumption there that you you can't make an assumption on other people that's that's the problem but yeah but what she was asking it was an assumption too do you believe they were strong enough to but it's you said it at the you beginning see, that yeah. she had deep feelings for you. You yes. already knew yeah. that she was attached. Yeah. There in itself, I would have been like, if I am not as attached, I will walk away. But that's you. How have is you, that the only way? Have you ever been attached to somebody? And then in a, in a snap of a finger, you were able to detach yourself from the person. Yes. What? 
I'm a very good. Uh, I can do it, mind but I'll be I'll be sad because Psych- once I'm focused on it, it's dead. And the thing is, it's a very easy trick. Tendencies. No, 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 no. Of course it is. It's easy. It's an easy trick. <laughs> like borderline sociopath. Yeah, that's like it's a, an easy trick. Focus trick. on the bad. It's it's everything is a mind trick. So then you were never really attached to the person. No, if you can who? flip because if you can flip it to only focus on the bad, then you never. Then so, you were just. So, so let me throw you. You were the holding book. something. Mm. So you you told me that you had jealousy, right? Yeah. Because it's out of insecurities. Yeah. So you could work on those insecurities to not be jealous. Of course. Okay. So if I'm attached and yeah. then I'm like, this is not healthy. I have to detach. Yeah. I just have to tell myself why. You have to right? work on it. Yeah. But it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not instantaneous. Fingers. No, it's not. Okay. It's not like flip a thing, exactly but it. it's, it's like a, uh, a workout plan. You're like, okay, I want to get detached from the, these people. Okay. So you have to find different strategies. So if that person continues to show up in yeah. your presence, you, you can't really detach yourself from them. Of course. There's vaccine for that shit. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I like I do understand this. Yeah, yeah. This I can do I, that, I but know. I don't. I don't. But that it doesn't happen instantly. Yes, it doesn't happen easily, and it is hard. It's very yeah. hard. I've never done said this. it was easy. I've done this in the yeah, past. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. By you presenting yourself to her continuously, even though it was just physical, you were still present there. So it makes it difficult. Yes, I agree. Yes, again, it came with experience. If you would have asked the 25, 26 year old me. He would have said impossible. I needed to yeah, like leave. Of let's just say, because people detach differently, uh, differently, right? Yeah. Some people vanish, cut social media. Others find distractions until they heal. Yeah. Other people ultrally focus on themselves and they're like, okay, what do I have to do to get better? Blah, blah, blah. Each their own. There's different techniques. I just drive myself crazy. You see? <laughs> <laughs> That's not healthy. I've learned that no, you have healthy. to feel to heal. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, Basically, me neither. Like, again, I would think my feelings, I was not feeling my feelings. I actually addressed this in another podcast. Um, And recently in the past maybe year or so, I realized there's a lot of build up anger and sadness and resentment that was there because I'm the type of person when I want to move on from something, I refocus on something else and I brush that aside. That's a distraction. Exactly. Yeah, that's and I wasn't unhealthy. dealing with the feeling. Yeah. I was like, this. I know, because I don't like to be weak. I was yeah. like, ah, I don't need, I don't have time for this shit. But in reality, it was a necessity for me to heal. And then when I started to accept that, then I started to realize, oh my God, I can heal. It's okay to be vulnerable. Of course. It's actually quite, it's like, it is a strength to be vulnerable. It's, I think it's better because otherwise you're just repressing all those feelings and emotions and then they eventually come out on somebody that doesn't deserve it. Or they come out in different ways yeah. that are just they toxic. Do. They always come out. They always come out. Yeah. They come out in sex with me, to be honest. But it's not even a joke. You guys are laughing. but No, I, I, I think we're laughing because we know it's true. Yeah. But that was my... So Your go-to. I, my go-to. So it was like... Distraction. My distraction. distraction. Yeah, it was a distraction okay. or it was like a high. Some people go yeah, to drugs, alcohol. Me, it was that feeling. And it was nothing to do per se with the sex, the end game, like coming or whatever. It was actually just that that high during that period right. where your brain wasn't into it. Now, sadly, with age, that situation caught up to me. Because mm. now my brain is, my two brains are very well connected, sadly. <laughs> and when one is not happy, the other one's like, fuck you. I ain't rising to the like occasion. Full disconnection. <laughs> exactly. Uh, welcome and that's, to being a woman. <laughs> well, isn't that the, uh, the the equivalent of dry? Because from what I heard, limp dick is the equivalent of dry... Pussy? Yeah. 
<laughs> You're scared to say that, huh? Yeah, he looks at me like, is this okay? <laughs> Can I say you this can't word? Say the word pussy? I don't know. It's not something that comes out well. No, no, I, I, me vagina. neither. I don't really like saying it, but I, I just. Vagina. Oh, vagina. There you go. The VV. Anyway. <laughs> he can't even say the word either. Jeez, yeah. Louise. Okay. Whatever. My point being was eventually it caught up to me. And then I realized these uh, exit strategies that I have. Right. And after my separation, for example, I went on this rampage where I was lying to myself saying, hey, I just want to have fun and this, this and that. But then eventually I was like, I'm running away from something. Yeah. And right? you have to face it. Now, I wasn't toxic with these people that I've been through because it was because they were meaningless. Exactly. And when it never stayed long enough. That's exactly. When they're meaningless, you don't there's no toxic addition to that because they don't they don't really exist to you. Yeah. But maybe to that person, you might come oh, across as toxic. That's very true. Th that's very true. So it's a never-ending game. It never, yeah, exactly. I that's why like for me, it's woke. like my my decision-making, I've always been labeled this way, is very definite. Like if I decide it, it's done. Like I don't waste time. It's dangerous. It is. It is. But I know myself well enough now at my age, and I'm just kind of like, I'm not going to play this game. It's like this is the way it's going to be. And I know what's going to happen and it's okay. I'll get through it. No, I jump to sports. So it's another thing that pumps my heart and my brain turns off. Now I can't hurt anybody. Well, maybe somebody on the field, but that's <laughs> not. <laughs> Break some knees and ankles. No, but that's why boxing, when it came into my life, was the best remedy. It's a great release, boxing. Apparently. Exactly. So the, the, the trick yeah. is when I realized when I wasn't in a good place or I felt like I could be contagious in the sense of the toxicity, I would go into these blowout energy blowouts right so it would be sports or whatever and then after that I could have a clear head to actually analyze and study whatever was going on around me right. and with me and stuff like that it's because you released very, they're similar endorphins exactly you so you have more clarity of mind yeah. yeah because I have a lot of anger actually well I had no oh. really no. I don't think I mean I've never seen you in the angry phase you, you, nobody will not anymore there's no reason I laugh but now. you could see the streak there well, because I transformed that energy. It's simple as that. So the original, because people actually have tendency of forgetting that anger is a reaction. It's not an action. Yeah, of course. So I just transformed my reaction to whatever. It's like somebody tickles you, you laugh, right? So I changed that transformation from somebody tickles me and I sneeze, let's just say. Yeah. Right? And you can condition your body to that. Yeah. Of course. So every time I feel that little light of, oh, I think you should be angry now, it's I laugh. And I just walk away because, again, I tell myself, think about my it. kids. It's not worth it. Imagine I go to jail for something stupid and stuff like because it could go from zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. And that's what scares me, actually. Uh, that yeah. out of control part. Yes. The I can. The bear bears. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and this summer, what was interesting was I was paying a lot more attention to different people around me and how they approach anger, sadness, disappointment, and how for a short time or maybe a long time, they become toxic to themselves and to everybody around 100%, them. 100%, yes. And then I learned so many new um, terms like gaslighting. Oh, yeah. That is something that impresses me because from an outside, I'm like, how is this? How are people not seeing this? Yeah. It's so clear. When you look at it from the outside, it's so obvious. Yet the people that are in it, all the people I spoke to that are, were in it, 
They don't see it. It took them like months, years there's to a, actually realize. Oh yeah, that's, but I mean, there's that, actually that a good happened. example. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. You can go. No, it's like the perfect example is you're in a room, you close the lamp, you walk out of the room, you come back, and the lamp is on. And you're like, I'm pretty sure the the lamp was closed, and the guy and the person is like, No, it's been on. It's been on the whole time. And you're like, No, I'm pretty sure I turned it off. No, no, no. You're you're just talking crazy. It was on the whole time. Like you're overthinking it. So the guy is gaslighting the girl. Yeah. So it's like she's telling you or he is expressing something that they've done or no, this is what happened. And they're like, no, 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 that's not what happened. This is you're overreacting. It's in your head. No, no, you're just overdoing it. Have you ever gaslighted somebody? Yes. <laughs> well, who? Him? No. Oh, you're talking about you? No, because I was looking <laughs> at someone. I, I was like, how are you speaking for him? I was like, I have no idea. No, I have. I have gaslighted. How? I I used to do a very toxic thing, and now I recognize it, is when someone would be, because I have been told this many times, oh God, it's <laughs> your way or the highway. Uh, fair really? enough, fair enough. I've gotten better over the years. A lot of people, I think a lot of people have heard that. Yeah, it's like, it's your way or the highway, and if you don't get your way, blah, blah, blah. Mostly strong character people. Yeah. Whatever. So the the guy was like saying this, and he was expressing something to me. And I was like, oh, you're being so dramatic right now. Like, I really think you're being just so dramatic. And then the person felt bad. But for me, I was just like, he just can't handle it. But I was like, that's so mean. I was gaslighting. He was expressing something that he didn't like. And I just was like, meh, it's in your head. You're crazy. You're dramatic. I think we overanalyze too many things now in life. That's what I was going to go and say because like, I'm like, like we that, do. Yeah, that, that, that to me, that like. That was nothing. It didn't seem like anything. Well, really. no, I didn't give you the context, but I was just expressing something that. No, because I have, I have people where they're in situations where relationships or at work, for example, or even family, right? Where their parents are constantly bashing them. You're not good enough. You're not this enough. You're not that enough. And they start believing it because they're yeah. like, wait, I have this. I have that. I have a career. Um, you know, I'm not a whatever, whatever, whatever. Yet the bashing continues. And then to a point that they start actually believing it. That's what happens. Of course, you keep it's the conditioning. It enough, yeah, you hear enough times, you believe it. But again, I, is it because they're naive, weak, uh, man, easily minute? Like I think we live in a ten ply society right now. Uh, come again? Ten ply, like you know, like you have a two ply yeah. tissue paper. Like now it's a ten ply. Like everybody's just like a soft ass cushion now. <laughs> you know what? I'll agree with you. Yes. Like society, yeah, people, people, people so are soft. too. I don't even know the word anymore. They're considering they're like now a whole petition. McGill needs to change its name for some reason. Why? I don't know. Everything you say is offensive. There's nothing that you can currently say that is not going to offend somebody. That is true. <laughs> That's why. Ten so play. imagine now relationships now. So you're a couple of years in, right? You're comfortable in everything. And now trying to help your partner could be seen as a critic. Of course. Or bashing or degrading. Yeah, because like, why are you helping? Why are you saying she can't do it herself? <laughs> so what's the solution? <laughs> Wait, That's, but it's a, it's the the perfect example is look at the society like that your dad grew up in, or our dad, like same like era, versus the one that your kids growing in now. But it Not wasn't the same. the same reality. Yeah, but like if your if your son goes out and plays and scuffs his knee, it's your fault. <laughs> oh, wow! Because you weren't there. That's the thing. It's like it's like. Well, how could you be so irresponsible to let your kid scuff his knee? Whereas when we grew up, like if you didn't scuff your knee, you were like, "Oh, you're a little soft." 
But that's actually like, true. I'll, I'll, even go, I'll even go deeper on that because of my son's situation at school where before my father, if I would get in a fight at school or somebody would try to bully me, we don't use that word at home. Yeah. He was like, go out and go and punch the motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Now here today, parents are like, oh, you're being bullied. Wait, let me call the director. Let me call oh the mayor. Goodness, yeah, 18 let people me, have to meet. Let me do a, a blog about it. I think for me personally, I think it's really important that people start taking responsibility for themselves. Yeah, that's in fine. In every aspect. That's fine. But it's, now I think it's gotten to such a point that it's like, so I went to see my old high school. My sister started working at my old high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went and I was like, this whole thing is amazing. It's crazy. It's developed. And then she's, she's giving me the tour of how the high school's changed. And she's, she's walking and she's like, oh, that's their think tank. I'm like, what do you mean think tank? What the fuck is a think tank? So I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean think tank? She's like, well, if they feel that they've been in you class. You lost me there. You lost me there. Hold on. If they feel. Oh, yeah. Oh, if they feel up. that they've been in class for too long and they need a timeout to just relax and calm their mind, they can get up at any time, whenever they want, <laughs> and go into the think tank and just sit down. It's all couches and stuff. I was like, are you serious? Like, just get up whenever they want? I'm like, I if I got so up. abuse that. <laughs> I'm like, I told her, like, if, if that happened when I was in in, in high school, the only think tank I would get would be detention. Yes. That's where I'm thinking. That's the tank I'm getting. Yeah, that's our thinking tank. Yeah. yeah. Now there's no such thing. No detention. It's just like, the only cool thing I found is that they teach them how to garden. I was like, oh, oh that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. But other than that, I was like, are you, I'm like, are you serious? There's a think tank. She's like, yeah. I'm like, they show you how to garden, but they'll sh- they won't show you how to do your income taxes. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, the educational system is already fucked per se, but now that's just getting worse and worse. But it's just bizarre because I get the whole individualism and let them feel whatever they need to feel and whatever, but I find it's going on to extremes, right? And this is where I'm going to bring it back to the toxicity and the gaslighting and everything and the victimization. A lot of people feel like victims. Everybody does. And at the same time, if there is a victim, that means there's a bully somewhere. Exactly. And now, where do you actually trace that line where... He, he's not bullying you. You're just being weak and pathetic. You're trying to say you're being a bitch, but it's okay. I'll say it for you. <laughs> trying to be polite here. Said it for you. Because no, because I know a lot of people that are in certain situations where they're still in it. They know they're not happy. They know they say they deserve better. This is not what they want. They're being a victim constantly, yet they remain in the mix. Going back to what I said, you have to take responsibility for everything that happens to you. And especially with COVID and everybody going through depression and everything, a lot of people are extremely too tough or extremely weak. They are, they play the victim or they play the superhero. I I, yeah. I don't believe anyone is a victim unless they label themselves a victim. Yeah. You know, you are a victim if you die. If you survive, wow. you are not a victim. You are a survivor. It's very harsh, but I kind of It agree. is, but it I, is the reality. And I, I'm not going to disagree because I think you're right. It's, it's, I, it's, I refuse that word. I, I, that, that shit is banished from my vocabulary. Oh, you're a victim of life. No, I'm not. I'm here. I'm living. You're I'm surviving. You're a victim of your own circumstances. Yeah, I'm That's a survivor. I choose. It's yeah. my choice at the end of the day 100%. to let someone affect me. I Preach. give that I gave them that fucking power. You need like a preach button. <laughs> I know. Preach! Preach! <laughs> <laughs> Put it put it in the think tank, yes. <laughs> and I'll take yes. you know well, suggestions later. Yes, but uh, no, it's uh, it's something that I learned with time because having had a lot of things happen to me in my past, 
being a victim is very gratifying in some things. It, it was. You get pity from everybody else. Everybody exactly. around you just starts pitying you and you feel good. But bad good. attention in itself is toxic. It's a bad attention, yeah. It's absolutely toxic. Yeah. So for me, when I started to say, I take responsibility for everything that happened for, to me, regardless of who, who did it yeah. or what situation, at the end, I choose how I react to it. And I think that's been like my main focal point. But were you always like that? Or? No. So you grew into it. You have yes, to. because you realize there's only so much of this that you can take. Your life goes to shit. If you believe all this this crap, that all this, like I'm a victim, bad things happen to me all the time, nothing ever goes my way, yeah. it happens. Your life will go down the yeah. drain like that. Yeah. So when you start being more affirmative, you change your perspective, you start seeing things in a different light, it really does affect your whole life. Of course, I couldn't agree more. If and you I, start to see your opportunities. Yeah. Outside of physical abuse, you choose how to react to what people tell you. It's exactly. your own choice. If somebody, somebody so can tell you- So physical abuse is the- is Well, the physical abuse is, I mean, like everybody says like, oh, mental, mental abuse wounds are cut deeper than physical abuse wounds. Yes, I understand. Like if you allow, if you allow yourself to stay in a physically, not physically, in a mentally abusive situation, there is a part of it that you're responsible for. Yeah, but you're doing, now you're making it sound like they know they are. Like even when we're talking about gaslighting, a lot of people don't know they're in it. Yeah, but at the Until same time- Until eventually, some people I don't think it takes that long to realize if you're, if a person makes you feel uncomfortable. Yes. If it happens one time, you can but be like, But if you think okay. it's because of you. So that's the thing. So yeah, but that's fine. You could, but that's exactly it. You're allowing yourself to be that victim. But then. your yeah, body but still has a response. Yeah. No, no, I get that. Because what I've noticed is a lot of people deny it for a very, very, like- when Of course. You, when you talk to them when they're not in it anymore- it's all so simple, course, right? It was I, clear. It was there, that that situation, yeah. when he did that, when he said that, while he was doing that. But when they were in it, I have a friend of mine that was in a toxic relationship for a good five years. Yeah. And until this day, when she talks, she's over it. She yeah. had other relationships and stuff. And there's still these echoes of that relationship because she's constantly doubting herself. Of Am course. I falling down the same patterns and stuff like that? And as she was explaining to me, and she's, she's a, a lot older, she's 36, 37 now. So she has that experience, right? But she was telling me, she's like, Sin, I was in it yeah. and he was so good at it that I was sure that I was the problem to a point that I was saying, sorry, let me be better. Yeah, but there's, again, like you're probably at the end when she started to believe that the whole thing was, she was at fault, but at the beginning, the red flags were there. The red flags were always there. Oh, no. Yeah, but then, you but know. But the thing is, is people always put those damn rose-colored glasses. Yeah, yeah they yes, like, true. They're like, oh, people, I love him. I'm willing to accept yes. him for those flaws. I'm okay with him having those flaws. I'm He'll okay. get better. Exactly. Yeah. Or he need, was better. Exactly. People need to learn to love people from a distance. Yeah. Because some people I love, but I keep them at a distance because I know they're toxic to me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm oh, like. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, except for family, why would you even keep them? No, it's not like they haven't done anything fundamentally bad for me, like to me. But I know that their behavior, the way they talk, their outlook on life. To, they will if bring I, the worst out of you? Like it would just, its it, so it gets to you. A great term that I heard recently that I keep using all the time is those people, you consider them energy vampires. Yes, there you go. Energy vampires. I heard that one here. Yes. I don't know. You said it? I've used that term before. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it on the spot. That's it's, for sure. It's a, it's, it's a great term to understand that a person... They can be people that you can you can you can associate with. Yes, but 
you know that when you see them, they're going to drain that energy from you. So you just sort of keep them at arm's length. That's right. And some of them take themselves out, which I had a situation like this. Well, some pe- most people that are being the abuser, right, usually enjoy these situations because they have an upper hand, right? They don't want to get rid of you. If they're sucking your energy, that means they're feeding off you. They will never eliminate you because they have the upper hand. But they don't, I don't think they know. Some people don't actually know that they're doing it. Yeah. I know people, they're so content being a victim. And I, I'm talking about the opposite, not the victim. The abuser. The like, abuser. But the abuser can see themselves as the victim. Oh, yeah, that's actually true. For sure. In a specific and that is situation a where. That was, that was my mental abuse situation. I always saw myself as the victim. Oh, Meanwhile, okay. I was, I was the one doing the abuse. It's only when I. So. At the beginning, I didn't realize I was being a dick. And then I think maybe a week afterwards, I realized I was like, why are you being a dick? At first, it wasn't. At first, I was but that's like, maturity, right? A week later is not maturity. No, but you realize well, it. it could have been years later, like <laughs> some <it>. people. <laughs> some people are in it for years. No, but I, I can, like the abuse lasted longer than that. I'm just saying that I started recognizing that I was being abusive a week later. No, but I still the, kept doing it. Oh, okay. But oh. you realize. So that's yeah, yeah. even... It, it's almost like you thing. don't want to prove it yeah. to yourself that yeah, I am. I, I like, so you're like, it. Yeah, yes. yeah, I kept denying it. I just was in complete denial see of the See that fact. avoidant behavior? That's what people do when they, they see red flags yeah. and they avoid it. Yeah. And they're like, no. You just rather not deal with it. No, it's not. I'm just... No, it's not that. No, it is that. Just call it for what it is. Yeah. Let's, let's not waste time. Like it's... The perfect example is when we were talking about like the... Uh, the whole time when we were sit- standing outside talking about the girl that I was with. Yes. And the three of you were telling me about the red flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was defending, saying, no, you know, like you guys are completely wrong in this situation. But at the end of the day, the red flags won. So now that this situation is technically over, right? Yeah. Because this was what, last year? Yeah, around a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now that you have a clear head, yeah, this is over and everything. Do you believe or feel where there was actually still a chance or maybe you could have done something differently for it to actually work out. Yeah, I mean, I I made it end at the end. At the end, it was me who created the uh, the fight to end it. No, I get that because I enough just wanted enough. To, yeah, but so I wanted her to make it seem like she's leaving me rather than me leave her. Because you would that would be easier to... I just didn't want to... I, I didn't want to leave her. Yeah, yeah, because you were addicted. But yeah, but I just you wanted. Attached. Yeah, but I yeah, wanted to make her. But I wanted to make her like I created a fight out of, out of, and I miss you and want to spend more time with you. I turned that into a fight. Which is it is a fight in itself. Yeah. People but usually. It, yeah, but it created like I turned it into like literally like I turned it into a fight. But that's because I was starting to detach myself from the situation. I was starting to 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 take distance, and I wasn't appreciating the situation I was in. So. I was like, let's create a fight here. No, but the reason why I was asking you the question was because a couple of minutes before you guys were talking about arm distance, some leeway and stuff like that. Now, you only have two options or taking distance or cutting off the whole thing. Yeah. Right? So how do you know which one to do actually? With what? With relationships? With friends? Whatever. 
relationships usually you just cut them off like i mean it's how many because yeah. you have many friends how many relationships it, you have one at a time in general yeah exactly okay. so how many how many relationships i mean I'm, I'm still friends with the ex that i was mentally abusive towards oh wow <laughs> yeah we're still friends i mean it took years yeah. of me to apologize and her okay. accepting it but yeah like right. we're, we're friends okay. now yeah so in a relationship let's just say yeah you're in a relationship the person has red flags yeah so how do you determine if you cut it off like it's a point of no return or you give her some distance like a break or whatever that means communication it's all it all lies in communication it's what are you willing to sacrifice for that relationship versus what are they willing to sacrifice for that relationship and if you both come to a middle ground where you both understand where you're like okay this is what i want this is what she wants and this is where i want it to go then that would consist in them being in the same head place as you but that's who you want to be with somebody who's in a similar headspace than you you don't want to be with somebody who's completely like True. off kilter well so if somebody denies that the problem is only you and not them if somebody says you're well, the problem toxic. i'm not the problem that's toxic that's a problem because there's no way that in a relationship it's a one-way street yeah, of no, but that's zero my point. self-awareness so my, yeah. my issue my, my my question here actually is is there a remedy or you just have to cut off the limb Again, it's communication. Goddamn remedies. It's communication. No, but that's what I'm saying. Now you communicate yeah. and he gaslights, right? Yeah. So it's not me, it's you. Yeah. You're being dramatic. Yeah, then, you're, you're, then obviously the person is not willing to be open. Then you just so there's they're no, crossing a boundary. Yeah, then you that's it. Let, so there's no healing. There's just That's exactly there's no healing if the person's not understanding. But if the person's understanding and saying, yeah, I yeah, see your sure, point in this, then yeah. yeah. So that's communication. It all comes but down to is communication. It a question of wait a little bit longer, maybe they'll come. It's not a wait a little bit longer. You have that conversation. If in that conversation, the person, yeah, the person's immediately going to tell you like, fuck out of here. You're the problem. It's not me. Then but you're that, like, that other okay, person thanks. won't realize it eventually. Let's just say you take your distance. Maybe they do. Because I'm really against but that's breaks. not your responsibility. Yeah. So no, no, but I get that. For them to change. No, because I'm very against taking breaks in relationships. Yeah. I'm like, communicate and, you know, face yeah. the storm. Right? That's my theory. Mm-hmm. But in these situations, I'm like, you can't fix the situation without a little bit of distance. Meaning that even though you communicate it, you have to give them some time for the dust to settle down and to actually analyze the reflection in the mirror. They and should. maybe, because what happens usually in these relationships is they, they break ask, up. They that can be kind of dangerous. But that's well, the thing is they like, so. The distance, I don't know, go ahead. It's not about the distance. So if we have a conversation yes. and you express disdain in certain things that I do and you're not happy with the certain things that I'm, the way I'm acting or the things that I'm doing, and I don't see it. Yes. But I'm at least aware enough to listen to you. Then I'll tell you, I'll be, look, I need a day or two to just absorb everything that you just told me. And I'll come back to you as somebody who's listening to you. If the person's not listening to you and they're just blowing up and being like, no, you're the problem. Like, fuck out of here. Yeah. See, that's active listening skills right there. Yeah. The person is acknowledging what you're saying. Yeah. No, I get that. Because what happens often in these situations is somebody blows up they're like hey i've been trying trying and you're not listening and you're like you know deflecting towards me it's always me 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 so if i'm the problem i'm out peace and then from there what happens is but that's i think that's you're just being close to it again like we're we have a hard like we have a hard time listening to people nowadays we're just looking for a trigger word to react to nowadays. That's what I feel is that a problem. That makes sense. Well, people listen to answer it. They don't actually listen to yeah. listen. Yeah, they don't pay attention anymore. They're just yeah. they're just responding without yeah. actually listening to what you're saying. Yeah. And it's true because when you actually take a step back while the conversation and you actually pay attention to what the person's saying, 
you're like this makes no fucking sense as long as your emotions are not involved anger or like yeah. you know being very aggressive towards it but i'm wondering is there an actual solution or an actual way for that relationship to survive it communication no but if yes the communication is no. not there yes then no. if the communication is not there then it's then, dead then it's dead but can it that's why i said unless they're like a a, a manipulator then you're fucked yeah if they manipulate, then you're fucked. But if if they're willing to communicate, if they're willing to listen, and you're willing to listen, then everything can be and worked out. And the actions so, so, correspond. So, so, I'll, get, so yeah. I'll give you an example here. Let's just say me and Sedalia are together, right? Yeah. We've been together for a while, right? We know each other. We live together. Let's just say, okay, right? And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, my insecurities, I become this uh, gas lighter. I guess is the term. Sure, whatever. Okay. So <laughs> every time she would communicate with me, I would be like, "Stop bitching. Stop being dramatic." I'm just, you know, work or family or I'm stressed. Like, give me a break. Okay. When I come home, I need, you know, yeah. rest. I don't need you to break my head. And then as it goes, as time goes by, like it keeps on going, right? And then eventually she comes up and she's like, listen, I want change and this, this and that. It's like the only reason you want change is because you're not happy with yourself. Stop That's, projecting this on me. Okay, so you're gaslighting the situation. Exactly. Okay, yeah. So now what happens is Sedalia now is worried that maybe I'm right. Maybe she is being overdramatic. Maybe she is... Uh, that would never happen. No. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because the thing is, it's easy to say it's the guy, but it could actually be the girl too. Well, your but your based example. Based on your example is just straight up, you're the asshole. And yeah, yeah. She should <laughs> At the beginning, it's out. possible... That you are going to be stressed or whatever. You're voicing this. Okay, fine. Then the person acknowledges it. Let's say I, I put I put the, the, the distance that we require, but he's still a dick. Then I'm going to be like, no, then it's not me. It is you. Yeah. Do you so, know what I mean? So, okay, so then you say, fuck you, I'm leaving. Well, it's like I gave you the space, yeah, yeah. right? You, 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 you're yeah. still doing it. And then it goes through I the know. cycles, right? The, 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 the typical cycles. Yes, I'm sorry because you tell me you're going to leave me. So, oh, I'm sorry. And then but I'm see, good for like a month. Fear. This is when you said the thing where you don't believe in breaks in relationships. Yeah. I also agree with this because what happens is nostalgia is the biggest fucking liar. It is. I'm throwing I these agree. F-bombs today. Oh, that's true. definitely true. Nostalgia, oh, oh, yes. nostalgia is the biggest liar. Oh, it is absolutely 100%. I draw on all the good memories and forget all of the bad But we all do that. Yes. Like yeah, I've been through the a... worst relationships yet when I think about that person, it's... You remember the good. You're like, like all the roses and lollipops. What the fuck happened? Maybe so that's it was why. me. <laughs> Where did I, how did I let what? her go? That's it. But we had such great chemistry. Yeah, exactly. um, so I think that break creates longing. You know what I mean? And it just creates these lies yeah. that you tell yourself. That's true. And then you miss the person. You miss you the idea do. of the person. You don't I actually agree. miss what was really there, right? Yeah. The the real aspect of like the relationship, the person. You're just remembering the idea of the person. And that's extremely dangerous. And yeah. I feel even though we're aware of it, a lot of times we do fall back into it. A lot of times, of course, I agree. Like and that's all. very human. I'm the biggest victim of that. <laughs> I think I think a lot of people are. You're not the only one. Well, that's... it's all of us. We we just tend to fall back into that. It's very human. We get happy in that but comfort zone. Exactly. It's but like that. as long as you know you, you're self aware and you're questioning it, I always say that's a good sign. Yeah. Well, it took me to to be aware of it a lot longer afterwards. Because the but thing is, when you miss the person, each person. But takes that's time. But that's each what I mean. The nostalgia, the break that creates. That fear, and yeah. I think fear is also a big driving force in this because a lot of people have these 
insecurities and fears of like, oh, I'm going to be alone. I have to start over again. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting older. So many people. And I think that. people need to get rid of that. Or yeah. maybe will I regret it? That's my favorite one. I, I don't think. But you're I think not. it's more of the nostalgia. No, but that's like, oh, this. But, you oh, know, no, whenever someone like says saying, that, no, because the issue that a lot of people have, and this is a generation that reads quotes constantly. So many quotes. Right. So says many. The one quotes. who writes them. Yeah, yeah. But the one who posts me, them. Me, daily. Daily. <laughs> therapy. Hey, if you don't like it, don't like. No, it. I love them. I never said I hated them. Some of them are really good. Some of them. I'm just like, why are you wasting your time? <laughs> oh, wait, where's that button? You should put that in that thinking tank again. The think tank. Suggestions. Time out. But what happens Sitting is like a contradictory quote, for example, if it's really yours, let it go. And if it's yours, it'll come back. No, it that's means nobody bullshit. wanted it. That's, that's, Get the hell out of here. And then the second one is like, if, if you really want it. Nobody wanted it. Yeah, yeah exactly. It. And the other one is, if you really want it, you should fight for it. So yeah. where do you determine to let go and fight for it? But those are all, it's, so it's all a matter of like what bullshit you want to eat today. But that's where people actually get that fear of that I work course. hard enough for the relationship, that I, uh, that, that I let go too easily. Was I weak? Was it like a little bit my fault? You know that? Yeah, of course. Everybody, everybody, has, you, everybody has doubts. That's not, that's not the question. Everybody has doubts and nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Nostalgia is the thing that a hundred percent is going to kill everything because you're yeah. always going to be like. I could have done that. I should have done that. Things could have been better. Things could have been worse. And everybody deserves, believes yeah. that they should be loved the way they know how to love. Yeah. And everybody loves differently. But nobody knows how to really love. Nobody, re like the, th the whole thing of loving yourself before you get loved, which is, I think is very true. A lot of people don't love themselves. We all, because we all spend 24 seven in our own bodies. And every time we look in the mirror, we see things that other people don't see because we see it constantly, constantly, constantly. Mm -hmm. But other people don't see it. So it's like and a the whole opposite too works. There's a lot of things that other people see that you don't see. Of course, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, but now then we're gonna go into fucking philosophy in the sense: yeah. of what is the real you? Yeah, the you, you, or the, the people? What they see are no, the, the whole question of who am I? Yeah, who am well, I? Well, going back you? to what you're saying about love, self-love, I always say how you love yourself is the primary example how you love everybody else. Yeah, it's true. So since you love yourself a lot, you love a lot of people. No, I love well. <laughs> okay. That's what it means. She loves well. She's on fire. She Those two months off from the podcast. Yeah. I did a lot of growing, actually, <laughs> yeah. in the summer. Uh, yeah, I paid a lot of attention to people, to be honest. And it's really I didn't. <laughs> I did. I did, a lot, I did a lot of reading. I went the other way. Oh, nice. Reading, yeah. Anything you'd like to share? Yeah, the book that I recommended to him. Which is? Very good book. The Untethered Soul. Oh, I've heard of this. Who who wrote this? Phenomenal. Some Michael Simon. Some I don't know what his name oh, is. Oh, okay, Michael but, Simon. No, no, I don't think I don't. I think Michael might be in there, but it's okay. the Untethered Soul. It's honestly, I've heard of this. okay, like phenomenal book. And what does it touch on? Uh, you yourself growth. Oh, yeah, understanding yourself. It's that famous voice that you hear in your head. Yeah. Well, you have many. I have many. Yeah, yeah, she has many, but you so know. So it talks about that. It talks about the voice in your head mostly. Oh, okay. And how to make it shut up. Not, know, to make it, I, not how I to make like it shut up, how to guide it to be more productive for you instead of... I didn't it, finish the book, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the part like, don't listen to the motherfucker. Yeah. Well, it, it tells you that the, the voice in your head is 99% of the time useless because it just says things that... Uh, that really affect nothing and nobody in this world except for you. That's right. And if you continue to listening listening to it, then it's just going to hold you back. Right. Well, so, it's like the subconscious mind. They always say it's like a child. It's yeah. like your inner child. It wants to please you. Yeah. So if you say, I'm no good at this, it's like, oh, yeah, you're not. Yeah. You're really not. Exactly. Or, 
oh, I'm never going to, you're not, you're never, because you, it just wants to please you. And it talks it's, about how your voice takes both sides. Yeah. It takes the negative and takes the positive. It takes both until you're like, it's, it keeps saying how you drain yourself, but then understanding to say, to, to stand outside of that voice and just be aware of it instead of being interactive, then you can really see how useless that voice is and how you can use it to guide it to do better things. All right. It's very interesting. It's a great book. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I'm halfway through. And honestly, it's really interesting because when, as you read it, you start reflecting on yourself and you're mm -hmm. like, oh, that fucking voice. But then again, I try to be friends with my voice. You should be friends with yourself. You yeah, should be aware of your voice. You shouldn't. He's an asshole. <laughs> but the thing is, so you have to, you have to be aware of it. Don't interact with it. Like what happens is your voice talks and it says something and then you think my voice is saying this and then you start taking the other side of the story and you start arguing with your voice mm -hmm. and you think that's me, that's the voice, but both are you. And that's what you have to do is you have to take a stand back from it and be aware of it. Don't interact with it. And then you'll be able Just to- Just let the thought pass. Yeah. So, you are not so your how do thoughts. you do with all those multiple voices you have in your head? They all, they're all synchronized. <laughs> I'm the maestro. The Olympics, Olympic synchronization. I'm the maestro. They listen it's to me. It's a beautiful me. symphony. It's a beautiful yes. symphony. It is. It's quite, it's quite beautiful up here. So anyway, to conclude this in a way, and I feel more confused starting, oh, <laughs> finishing the short cast than starting. Uh, it, it is a confusing topic. That's a good topic. thing. It's a very No, because topic. I feel like there will always be toxicity around you. I just feel like there's different phases or actually steps to this in the sense that you could be toxic, the person you're with could be toxic or your surroundings, friends, family, or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and then realizing it and then or stopping it or changing it or cutting it off. I, I think I'm going to simplify this very, very ad adequately. Yes, please. If it disturbs your peace of mind in any capacity, it's not worth it. But you see, I can't agree with that because it's life ups and downs you cannot go through life at a flat line it makes no sense but you can being uncomfortable it. being uncomfortable is one thing yes but if you're constantly being disturbed of your peace of mind yeah constantly yes okay I that get is it. not okay but there's no such thing as people okay yes there is but it's a rarity in that sense where you can be in a toxic relationship but it's not toxic all the time that person with you if you think about your ex and i think I'll take the example of Voldemort, for example. Yes. Extremely toxic person, extremely had her doubts, insecurities, and whatever, yet there were amazing moments. It's not yeah. constantly toxic. Of course, but that's, I mean, no, so you no have to toxic outweigh. person is 100% toxic. Exactly. So now, how do you decide what is too much and what is not enough? You basically, you are the master of your own happiness. Absolutely. If you want to make yourself happy, you'll be happy. If you want to stay miserable, you'll be miserable. Taking responsibility. Yeah. But if you're happy four days out of the seven. And you have three days you need to fix. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is there such thing to be happy seven days a week? Yeah, yes. there's tons of people that are happy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's you. It's you. It yeah. comes from you. No, no, you. me, me is me. But, but, again, but that's exactly it's You okay. live in a society, sadly. It's, yeah, but it's that's okay fine, to be sad. It's okay to experience negative emotions as long as you don't live there. Yeah. They're there. Okay, so it's the living part. Actually, that's well said. Living, I can understand now. Yeah, but as long as you, as long as you keep yourself happy, as long as you make yourself happy every single day, that's that's the most important part. If a person is in your life and it's not making you happy, even if it's three out of seven days, which is a lot of days to not be happy, that's right. Then that person needs to go because that's not making you happy. 
you need to find happiness on a regular basis. Absolutely. You can have downs and ups. Those are normal. Everybody has that. But if a person continually repeats bringing you down on a certain level, a certain extent. Disrupting your peace. Then you're See, just, for me, peace and happiness are yeah. together. Well, of course, if you're peaceful, you're happy. Yeah, they're one and the same for yeah. me. Peace and happiness is the same. No, I agree. I agree. So if you feel, there are moments sometimes that there's a disruption, okay? You guys had a fight. We're not seeing eye to eye. We're stressed. We're tired. Okay, fine. But if you can still find something good about it, and then move on the next day. That's well, you great. You can always find good. That's yes, the issue but it's here. How so much are you willing to take? But that's how much are you willing to sacrifice? Exactly. But that's the thing. So more and more, what I realize with all these situations is these people have tendency of focusing on the good, even though the bad is there and they're conscious about it. They're like, yeah, but it but was good. And like you said own, it that's before, their own fault. it could be on the moment or it could be you're sticking to the past. Ah, at the beginning, yeah. it was beautiful. It was amazing. Something changed. I'm sure they can go back to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's number one. There's other situations where I said he was toxic for four days and then three days he was good in the sense that he was bad and he claims it was work or she was for her. She yeah. was like, you know, really stressed or hormones, whatever that might be. And then those three days are amazing. So you're going on extremes. Now, how do you decide, or how? I guess it's relative to the person and their yeah. patients and whatever, but most people that tell me about these situations, it's always the same thing. He's bad, he's selfish, he's gaslighting me, yet when he tries, he's really good. Well, so it's they a cycle. See, if the cycle doesn't exactly. break, yeah. there's something fundamentally so wrong. So how many times do you toxic. have to go through a cycle? It's because they're comfortable in their misery. Yeah. So here we go. That's where I was going for, meaning that you can blame the other person as much, yeah. but if you're staying in it, you're responsible. It's you're your responsible yes. for yeah. it. But that's but again, that's nobody. You're shifting responsibility yeah. to one person. Yeah. It takes two people in but a relationship. But it was like shifting and hoping, saying that the other person, I'm sure they're gonna get better, it's just a bad phase or this. But people you don't. cannot make that assumption of another yeah. human being. Exactly. You cannot say they're well, gonna get better. Do. They you're, shouldn't. But that's the thing is you're you're responsible for yes. yourself. You can't be responsible for other people. We're two entities entering yeah. a relationship. Yeah, We're like still a individuals. You're intertwined. We are individuals. When two souls become Shut one. Shut up. This oh is your issue. God. This is why you are where you are. No. I'm a romantic. That's you're, not being a romantic, honey. You're I believe. Toxic romantic. No, no, I have that superhero complex. No, I mean, me, me. I think you mean Peter Pan, but okay. No, Peter Pan doesn't <laughs> want to grow up. <laughs> Peter Pan doesn't want responsibilities. Nor does or he want commitment. to grow up. Yeah, he doesn't want to grow up. Oh, yeah. He likes to stay in his little bubble. Yeah. He likes to see the things I love, the way he I've, wants to see them. I've been in, I've been living in Peter Pan complex for a long time in my life. Yeah. I feel like I have a Batman complex, oh my where goodness. you know I'm chilling with, you know, stop Catwoman. deflecting, please. You have zero superpowers. He's basically. just deflecting. Exactly. This I have zero superpowers, blah, blah, and I'm in love blah, with blah. Catwoman. That is a bad person. Oh see? my god! So then, yeah, so then you're you love toxicity. Then is what you're saying? Yeah. You uh, draw it. I love life. No, no, you That's love life. toxicity, and You're, it's content for for the podcast. Exactly, <laughs> but you you enjoy you enjoy the toxicity. Of Who it. doesn't? I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, but you say it right now. Because oh no, you I hate it. it. Oh no, no. When I when when things were taught, I hated it. I never. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't. I I I started resenting seeing the person. But that was at the end of the cycle because if we go back to the conversation we had here last winter. Yeah. When everybody was throwing you the red flags, yeah. like it was a football game, and you were saying, yeah, but. Because the communication was great. The communication stopped being good. Once the communication stopped, then I. Exactly. It. So the as long as the communication is good, yeah. you can still be in a toxic situation. It wasn't talk. No. So the toxicity of it was at the beginning. But at the end, so the funny thing is at the end, 
everything that was toxic went away and effort was being made on her side to go in yeah, the direction yeah. that I wanted. But that's what they usually do. But I was already done at that point. I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm like, I already hope, checked out. Hope can no, be a dangerous it. thing. Hope of course. and yeah. afraid of losing somebody. Yeah. Most but people will step up their game because of fear of losing yeah. I wasn't something afraid. or somebody. Fear and hope. And we have this situation since we're kids, right? If ah, oh, if you don't do this, where well, you're losing your video games privilege, and then they step up instead of stepping up from the beginning, right? To Parents avoid. Assholes. Well, but all that could be after that. There's progress to our adult relationships. Are you toxic to your kids? No, not that. I hope not. <laughs> oh shit! I hope not. I don't know. You, how do you know? But again, I'm still it's limited. It's true. How do you know? I don't know. Well, they have a smile. They say, I love you and I miss you. So I guess. But I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they have to. They're under They're under your roof. So how would you know? I wouldn't know. No, but how can you tell? The actions. I have a conversation with them. I think I it's did. eventually you see. You see it Yeah, unfold. but like allow them, allow them to express themselves. Like, do you allow them to open, to speak freely without fear of repercussion? I do, but they have a lot of fear towards me. So then, okay, so then that, that's toxic then. Oh, shit. <laughs> I have to let them go? <laughs> no, you don't have to let them, no, you don't have to let them go. You just have to allow them to sort of express themselves. No, there is a, there is a, a situation at home right now, but again, it's really nothing big. What's ironic is they According don't like... You. No, 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 because it's <laughs> not... It has nothing to that's do with That's called gaslighting. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these toxic. So now I'm the victim. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm actually the, the bully here. No, the thing is, from what I understand, when it comes to my kids, they don't want to disappoint. Of course. Because they feel that daddy or mommy, they do that a little bit with their mom, they pick specific subjects where they're more comfortable to talk to their mom or to the dad. Yeah. Especially like my daughter, for example, yeah. right? There's certain things, even though she is daddy's little girl, she'll be more comfortable talking to her mom. Of course. Because yeah, she has this constant fear of disappointing me because I'm like her. Her hero. Her you're hero, the, you're, exactly. You're her Batman. And then my son, it's the opposite. My son, it's completely the opposite. My ex could sneeze and he'll go get her a glass of water and this and that. Mama's a little, yeah, he's a a mama boy. He gives no fucks. And we asked him last time why. He's like, well, daddy, when he's sick, he doesn't even look sick. And he's like, when (laughs) you're sick, it looks like you're dying. Oh, no way. So she's like, she has a grip dumb. Again, (laughs) no, me, I don't have time. Like, because I'm alone with the two kids. Yeah. I can't be um, in bed and no, I don't have time. Like, when I'll crash and burn is when they go to bed. And then I'm like, oh, I feel like shit, I want to die. Or my week is finishing with them. And then that week I'm... Well, they don't see you as vulnerable. But yeah. I don't have... I can't. When you're yeah. not vulnerable, you you you're a little bit more unapproachable. Yeah, I can't. Exactly. No, I'm very approachable with them in the sense that... You don't like, show vulnerability to them. They've never seen you in a vulnerable state. But I'm like that with a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. okay. I always say he's the most uh, approachable, unapproachable person. person. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen you cry? No, that's actually my. The guy obsession. hasn't cried in fifteen. In what years. is it? Sixteen yeah. years? Really? Yeah. Seriously? Why? Sahar, I Sahar, I think we have a mission. No, no, we're not going to go in this subject again. <laughs> so it's one hour. It's a good first podcast we'll coming back. Yay. We'll make you cry. No, but why? Yeah, <laughs> Tears oh are God. good. You got to no, let as I expressed on that podcast, is I express my sadness or my anger differently that's all you're repressing so many emotions it's not repressing it sounds like deflection but sounds that's another oh podcast God. that's repression. another podcast I explained to this at the beginning just to close this we'll stop talking at your way out of this yeah, we're, 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 have, we're deflecting again yeah. we're, we're not talking inter- about this right now we're ta- this is not this the is about show. toxicity this, to this is about toxicity deflection is toxic yeah thank you intervention not yet not yet we're gonna have one one day 
My God, One just day. be in a happy place. That's the moral of the story here. Yeah. You are the you happy are place if you choose to be yeah. you the are happy your place. Oh, wow. Protect your peace. It's yeah. very important. I guess we'll find out truly if the theory is actually into practice once we're all in relationships. Because right now we're all three single people, right? Mm -hmm. Did I miss something last two months? No. <laughs> Sorry, since last week. No. <laughs> no okay, very, fair enough. So I'm like, it's easy right now because we're outside. And we're just, you know, focused on us. Of course, it's it's learning to see if yes, you learn your lessons. Of course, but you exactly. have to have a healthy relationship with yourself. We'll ask Jason yeah. when he comes back. Okay, Jay. He, he is in a married relationship. He just did a celebration. Yeah, his, just yeah, it was his wedding birthday. anniversary. Yeah. How long are they yeah, married? Happy anniversary. Uh, I think it's eight or seven. They've been together for like fifteen. I think. Nice. And are they yeah. happy? They seem. What do you mean seem? I don't know. <laughs> they have like, a, well, from what I've seen is like a best friend. You That's know. the best kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah, it's the best kind. And keep in mind, I see Jason. I don't see his wife that often. Yeah. So I see him alone, Jason, the man, not Jason, the boyfriend, the husband. It's true. Right? So that. Exactly. I, that's what I did. I used to hide it. All my friends didn't believe me. That was. Well, they didn't believe. So I'm, when we were her friends and my friends became her friends. And then one day she told my friends like the things I was doing and saying. And they were like, that's not so hard. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. And then they came up to me and asked me, they said, oh, so she said this about you and you're doing this, but that's not you. Like, it doesn't sound like something right. you would do. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, ah, you're taking it out of context. And then I was like, okay, now I need to stop this. So no, that's when I, I, I actually ended the relationship. I said, like, you, we can't get stuck in this cycle. You have to stop forgiving me. But right there, if your friends are aware of your shit, <laughs> you're pretty much. Yeah, but I didn't see it. I didn't. Until no, no, no. Uh, but I know because if she's going to your friends or her friends to talk about. Well, she you, had to because she, she was stuck. Like, it's like as if I put her in a corner. Wow. Yeah, it was very bad. Yeah. But we'll get you to cry. So anyway, it's an ongoing project. <laughs> <laughs> now the new obsession to make. We're ongoing projects. Indeed. But that's life, huh? That's yes, life. it is. And on that note, be happy. Yes. You Love. are your own happiness. Love yourself. Protect your peace. Protect yes. your peace. And, you know, notice the red flags for God's sake. Red. And on that.